the Kitchen Couch Podcast. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know if my mind's playing tricks on me or not. But welcome to the Kitchen Couch Podcast with me, Nathan Nice, a.k.a. D-Light Skin Bourdain, a.k.a. The Black Hunter S. Thompson, giving you the three seeds that you need, that's culture, comedy, and cuisine. And let's not forget cannabis, because you know I be smoking. Alright, you heard me, Kitchen Couch Podcast. Let this shit knock, man. I ain't got the best quality, man. You want to hear this track, man? This is Uniwa. Y-U-N-I-W-A. This is Stop Being Scared. This shit dumps on the motherfucking 12, yo. You feel me? Hey, shout out to Uniwa, bro. That's dude, man. He's a real cool cat, man. I, man, I, I'm blessed to be able to have him on as a, as a real music fan of his, man. And like I'm going to tell you, it, when you go through his catalog, if you don't like a song, just, just hit next. This guy's got so much content. This guy's got, he's going to have something you like, whether it's future bass, trap, you feel me, you know. Man, there's so many drum and bass. He's got a little bit of house. He's got some switch up, you feel me, just just all around, some dark, you know what I'm saying, dark synth. What did he say, future R&B? This nigga is crazy, man. He's a real creative man, and I really respect him. So, once again, you know, you're tuned into the Kitchen Couch Podcast with me, Nathan Nice, and you are now listening to fucking Uniwa. Have a happy 2020. Nathan Nice, the Kitchen Couch Podcast, and uh, I'm tapping in uh, with Uniwa Official, so give me just a second. Oh, shit. Did he join? Oh, shit. You did join. What's good, bro? One second. Can you hear me up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we could just... We could just oh, turn... you, uh, you, I think you muted, yeah, by the way. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's good, bro? Nothing much, man. Shit, bro. Hey, who am I speaking with, bro? Uh, you speak with Uni. Hey, hey, man. Big fan, man. Big fan, bro. Big fan of the music, man. So, um, a little, a little, a little behind the scenes, a little bit about me. Uh, so we're live right now and everything, but uh, uh not on Instagram, but we live on YouTube and shit. Um. 
So basically, I'm the Kitchen Couch Podcast, culture, comedy, cuisine, and cannabis, of course, because I, I love smoking. Uh, I love smoking, too. I just rolled up before yeah. you started because I'm a smoker and this shit. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I already got right. I was like, yo, I got to smoke during this shit just because, man. Uh, was, you know, right. Right, right. And so, um, so uh, how I got tuned on to you, though, it's either two ways, because I'm not exactly sure. Okay, either one way is there's a dude in Seattle that kind of spins synth pop. I think his name is Chris G. And he, like, I was playing him, and then you either came on via, like, radio of his, or um, either it was on my Discover Weekly. It was somehow Spotify connected. It's, it's one of those. Anybody that hit me up, like, yo, it's like the algorithms have been, like, pointing me to you. It's like Spotify has been like some crazy shit recently. Right. So it's probably one of those without a doubt because you're you would be like the third or fourth person that's come to me and be like, yo, I heard you or my friend heard you on Spotify on like a playlist. Just right. Just like a, a generated one, you know, because they got those. It's crazy because everything's an algorithm, especially Spotify is just so algorithmized. Right, right. No, um, and, but, I mean, like, I've been a fan for maybe at least, I want to say, a year or two now. I want to say at least two years because, and, like, it's kind of one of those things where um, I will be, um, I'm, I like taking psychedelics, so uh, I, I would, like, kind of put on something of yours and kind of just be, like, or just smoking even and just put on something. And people be like, what is this? I'm like, yeah, come find out. You know what I'm saying? I feel it. So try to get some shows around it, like, You know what? And this is this is what I want to say for anybody, anybody listening, anybody tuned in, you know, anybody gonna hear this podcast later. Um, if you put on Uniwa and you don't like a song, hit next. If you don't like that song, hit next because you will find a song that you will like. You will find a song you will like. Every you have every type of 
just synth pop. You got some trap. You got some drum and bass. You got some kind of weird anime type of stuff going in. So, yeah, yeah, you did. Yes. You know what's going on, man. Right. You get it. <laughs> so, your inspiration, man? Like, what, what, like, inspires you? Like, what, what's going through your head when you're making a track? What's your, you know? What inspires me? What inspires me is honestly, um, what inspires me honestly, I get I get inspiration from a lot of different mediums. Um, I'd probably say musical artists, uh, like flying lotus, anime, you know what I'm saying? Experiences that you could just go through. Like you said, you like doing psychedelics. I've done like that shit before a festival that I played before. Like, <laughs> like, I, um, it's a crazy experience, but I took that energy in and, uh, made some, some crazy new shit. Really, it's just, I'm, I'm feeding up just the experiences and the, uh, energy and the, uh, art forms that I like outside of music. And also, including music also, you know, because anime is like an art form. Like, abstract art is like a, um, of course, an art form. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah, man, cuz I'm like peeping it. I'm like, "Damn." And like based and based on, man, you're a hard working dude too cuz like it was like one of those things where like, okay, like it's like, okay, I like this song, I like this song. And then for me, I like to like artists that have either whole bodies of work or whole albums that I can listen to. Like for instance, um Satin Jackets. They're kind of in that lane, but not quite synth poppy. But like they've got a bunch of cuts where you could just put it on and boom, 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 boom. And so it's just like when I when I saw your body of work, I'm just like, man, this dude got. I was like, how many albums do you got? I mean, how many like it's like I was like counting. I was like, like forty, like forty six. What the fuck, yo? <laughs> yo, that's hard. Forty six. Yeah, it's somewhere that it's somewhere along that because some of that singles and some of that's just actual like EPs and some of that's that, but like most of it's albums. But like it's somewhere along that because I think Allegory was like my 50, 50th, 51st release. Allegory was definitely like my 50th, 50th, 51st. So because you know I've been actively releasing music since like I've been actively releasing music on the internet since twenty thirteen. Like I've just been in motherfucking trenches all these years, just like. Rumbling per se, right? You feel me? Right. It's just hardening my craft, you know. And um, uh, yo, like you're talking about the synth pop, so you like the future fucking synth pop. You, you you understand that? You understand the different um, the different like I was I came into like producing music wanting to blur lines, so that's why I really created you know the whole um, the whole uh, Uniwa moniker because Unibasaru Universal, you know. Mm. The music is because you know, uh, I have appreciation, universal appreciation for music. You know? Right. So, so, that's that's so uh, I don't think it is. Do you have any objections to turn here? No. Uh, um, <laughs> well, yeah, man. Like you know what? I, uh, you know, <laughs> you know what? I just kind of scratched the surface of it, but I'm just op- like, like I know I understand genre differences. Uh, as far as like um, in le- most electronics, 
like as far as BPMs and synth high low, you know, samples, like the, the drum beats, drum beats, like, rhythm percussion. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a lot because I've dabbled in all sides. Like electronic music is like my thing. Like, right. I, I don't get me wrong. A lot of people know me for my feature funk and know me for my like early lo-fi songs because I was really hard on the lo-fi waves. Like. I got inspiration from like Mad Lib and Jay Dilla and like knowledge when I was coming in. So like my like when people listen to my early albums, like when they listen to Wah, they listen to Chill Days. That was me like on some contemporary lo-fi jazz shit. And then like as I got older, as I was getting through my teenage years, I was kind of getting like just kind of I don't know. I was getting into other shit. I was just like yo, and I discovered. I started. I remember when I first started making a practice in synth wave and synth pop music. Just like I kind of made, I made a song. It's just like, yo, this does not sound good. <laughs> <laughs> I practiced, and I was just like, yo, this does not. And then over time, my shit just changed, and it's crazy, right? Because, because electronic music, man, that's just depth, like synth wave, techno, like future bass, drum and bass, right? Trap, you know what I'm saying? Those are like, those are like my things. Like those are the things I do best, especially oh. future bass. I mean that's that's sick. That's it's just like I, you know, and and there's a lot of people that kind of. So like, in this day and age, everybody's all about tracks. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I could put out a dope track. I could put out a dope three tracks. You know, maybe like, I don't know. I'm the one to throw up. You know, little Uzi Vert or something. Whatever. Like, and granted, Lil yeah. Uzi Vert's all right. He's he's not too bad. But like, I love Lil Uzi actually. Right. He's he's all right. He's all right. He's got more than three, but like as far as like club bangers or whatever that you know him for, he's got about three, right? And it's like, okay, you know, and so like, for instance, one of my favorite rap artists right now is 2 Chains. It's because you go back and you look at the body of work of this of this artist and it's just like the rhymes were there always the beats were always there like the storytelling aspect and it just as far as complete and that's why i like i I fuck with you because like i said when i clicked on you i'm like oh okay okay and then we're going back and back and then i think you just released a bunch of new music after you released your album didn't you because i oh yeah i've released like three uh remixes yeah i've released a couple remixes just off the fly yeah yeah Um, that's fucking work, bro. Yeah. That's work. And I was, you know what? So you said that you were getting coming up with, um, who who would you say coming in? You what were your inspirations again? Uh, coming in was like Jay Dilla. Dilla. Like, uh, Jay Dilla, Mad Lib, of course. Mad Lib. Like, like Fly Lotus, Semi. Fly Low. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Toki Monster. Good. You're now tuned into the Kitchen Couch Podcast. You're now listening to the smooth sounds of Uniwa. And I'm interviewing this talented brother right now. The song right now is called Growth. Go ahead and peep that. So so question. When you made, uh, when you made, I think it's called Tokyo Madness and Context. What were you thinking when you no, made no, that? No, that wasn't Tokyo Madness. That was t- Touchdown Tokyo. Touchdown uh, Tokyo. Also, also um, Context. Also, 
Oh, no. <laughs> Context one and two. What, what were you thinking about when you made those type of albums? Who who were you looking um, to? When I when I made the Context series, it's I was really like in that time period, I was really wanting to be on some like really creative, abstract, avant-garde, electronic shit, and I was just like, yo, <laughs> right. I just had such a need and want to just kind of change the sound that people knew me for because that's what I that's what I like. When people listen to my album, I don't want them to know what the fuck it's gonna sound like. I right. want them to just listen. And then they're gonna be like, oh shit, that was a genre I didn't even know he did. And then it's just like, you know, but it still sounded good because I'm just, I focus on, like, I'm a, I really look at my, like, I'm a composer, you feel me? Like, I really focus about the flow of each individual genre of music. Like, I'm really into that shit, you know, because they all flow differently, they all have different types of rhythms. And uh, I was in a mind state for context. And also, mind you, I just dropped on Twitter earlier that uh, I'm dropping context for it undisclosed date don't know when but that's happening but um i was just you know trying to recreate my sound and, and, and create a very bold new dynamic mm. you know like very pulling like grabbing like ring you know what i'm saying so very i, I wanted to make some of that shit like people could just chill out on a night after they get off work and just listen to it and just unwind you know what i'm saying and right just feel for me just like you know it's right. just my shit I try to make my shit as like livable you know you live to that shit you can play you know party to that shit you know what I'm saying right right it's got multi kind of weight like you know up down this that um, yeah. so hey, where are you from bro uh, Little Rock Arkansas you're from Arkansas okay okay and you, and you say you live in Orlando you, no yeah I'm in a, yeah I'm, I'm in Okay, I, I'm I'm Seattle, Seattle to the death. You feel me? I got the New York, I got the New York hat though. That's from my that's from my uncle. That's from my uncle. But everything Seahawks in here, bro. You feel me? I do I do art and shit too. Yeah. I love the But so so in growing up in Arkansas, did that like influence you as far as like hustle, as far as drive, as far as? Yeah, it did. So I got just like it's no resources. Of course, it's like one of those places that's very untapped, that's very under the radar, that's mm. very just like nobody don't know shit. Mm. If you get Kansas and Arkansas mixed up and shit, like it's it's hilarious, honestly. But like I remember when I first started making music because I didn't really show myself on my internet accounts right. that much at first. People thought I was Japanese. I was just like, no, I'm just a nigga from Arkansas. Y'all need to calm down. <laughs> I'm just, I just got some big ideas, and I'm from the South. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I thought, um, well, honestly, yeah, growing up, like growing up in Arkansas, that understanding that lack of resources and that lack of structure and foundation for the entertainment industry and like musicians and uh, you know, for my specific genre is is, is a pigeonhole. It is a, a thing that can allow it to hold you back but uh, you know what I'm saying like I had to you know uh, of course everybody has to grind to get to a specific point I know like I had to go three or four years sitting like submissions just to like be able to do my first shows and like do my shit you know that I was just trying to do I had the music already you know what I'm saying it's just like you gotta be really diligent me from there cause it's like it's a country music type place it's not like made for like my type of it's not being made for like my type of music to be honest. Mm. You know? 
Mm. Even trap music, like like you know, like southern trap music, that's like really popular. It's really popular. But it's just like I'm so like left field compared to probably every other artist that's coming from Arkansas that it's just like it's like this shit. It's just like ah, you feel me? Right, right. And so so you said it's a big country music. Um, have you sampled any country music songs or anything in, in any of your songs? I, 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 not recently, but I have tried to in the past. That's pretty interesting. You know what I'm saying? That's sick, bro, because honestly, every time I think about Arkansas, bro, I think about, because I'm from Seattle, I'm from a big city, I'm from Seattle, and when I think about Arkansas, bro, I'm like, obviously the Clintons and basically the hood. <laughs> Cause you know, especially Little Rock. I mean, that's man. You know, still begging at Little Rock. You know, like I, I know. Oh, you know about that? Yeah. Hell yeah. I, yeah, I'm 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 almost thirty. I'll be thirty in 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 Yo, a, a summer and a half. I don't come across many people that know about that. That's like some real like like that's some real like low like way back shit. Like I was born in '97, right? Right. So. Like my daddy, my dad was in that, not in that, but like that whole culture that was arising right. in that time period, my folks. Yeah, it's just crazy. So, so okay, being in like a lot of, it was like a lot of just like gang warfare and just like drugs and selling shit like, in that time period. You know, it's funny, but like I be talking to people about how the, uh, I don't know if you know this, but the, all right, never mind. I'm not gonna speak on this. We got. I'll tell you off the I'll I'll tell you off the live. Yeah. It's off the books. We're gonna gonna tell you off the books. So okay, you're in you're in Florida now. And so obviously that's more of a music town. They got music buzzing every fucking way. It's way more it's way more for you electronics. Yeah, it's way more See, I ain't I ain't been to Florida yet, but I've been to Atlanta and so I and I got some peoples down in Florida, so like, you know, like I'm trying to like you know what I'm saying? Uh, get go ahead and go down there and just see what's good. Like Miami Gardens or shit going on there. I yeah, I, I know I've like been, I've been Miami and Tampa and Atlanta. Those places are nice. I love. I gotta go back to Atlanta. It's been a minute. Like, Have you ever been to Seattle? I've never left the South. Oh, you haven't left the South? Okay. You yeah. man, we yeah yeah you, bro, you got a lot to see, man. I know I do. You got a lot I'm to see. I'm for it. I'm trying to like, you and, know what I'm saying? I would definitely love to get a Seattle date. I've always wanted to visit that, you know, visit the city. I like the motherfucking architecture from what I've seen so far. Right, right, right. It, it, it's cool. It's cool. I mean, obviously weed's legal, so it's like you don't got to like fucking yeah, that's hide already, it. That's like already number like six, like reason to go. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, I mean, I'm just like. I'm so I'm so inspired when I hear the catalog and I'm just like like young untapped artists and I like for real like low key like appreciate it too because I'm just like people got to understand especially as a black independent media owner you know shit ain't sweet right this second but shit's about to be sweet and I ain't tripping man, about it shit, shit man I always say this like shit yo it's like so much that goes into this man right right like you know what I'm saying? Especially, like, it's like, because there's so many people trying to just, you know, it's like, 
the internet created a whirlpool of ideals. Right. And uh, created a, a, a crazy fast way to for information to flow. And um, we have this large influx of creative people just splishing and splashing all over the fucking place. And uh, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because, like, the messages I've gotten from, like, making music since I was really young, like, it's crazy the shit that people have, like, said to me. Like, yo, like, and it's, I don't mean, like, in a bad way. <laughs> I mean, like, in a way, it's, it's just like, damn, like, what I, I produce something of meaning, you know what I'm saying? Of lively meaning. That's, like, my thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. as a, being an artist, I feel like, especially for me, uh, being an artist is, is giving meaning, uh, taking a piece of yourself and, and, and really giving, uh, really just showing yourself, you feel me? Really just, just unleashing the idea and um, not holding back. And that's, that's kind of how I've always, always felt. That's why I've kind of gone about the, the way I've gone about in most of my music because um, it's like when I, when I, people hit me up and it's like, yo, like, my music helped them get through like a death or like my music helped them get through like one of the worst time, like, like depression periods and periods of melancholy that they've experienced. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like, you know what I'm saying? Like motherfuckers be stressed out for college exams. <laughs> like, yo, you saved me. Like, yo, no, I didn't. You did that shit. I just kind of just gave you a vibe to concentrate on. You know, that's all. Cause I was concentrating when I made it. Right. Right. Feel me? Right. I just want to inspire people. <laughs> to just, you know, just do that shit. Just believe in themselves and uh, not hold back. Hey, what's good? You're listening to the dope sounds of Uniwa. And who's speaking right now is Nathan Nice with the Kitchen Couch. I want to shout out Rainier Avenue Radio. I want to shout out Unique Flavors. I want to shout out the Kitchen Couch Podcast. Thank you for listening. That's fucking, man. And I mean, honestly, from this interview, bro, we could go we could go three ways right now. Yeah. We could go cartoons you grew up, or we could go, uh, did you grow up with a musical background? You could answer either or both. Um, both. I do both. It's fucking, you know, it's cool. Um, cartoons. I'll do the first one. Uh, man. So the, just the ones I love the most. Yeah, just some some of the, because like I could tell you're definitely inspired by cartoons and your music. So if you go through and, and when people hear this podcast, they're going to hear, you know, some of your tracks. Right through it and just some random yeah. ones I pick out that I like and then um, I'll like so you know they'll hear some of the influence and especially like the samples like Uniwa like the samples in it very you know anime-esque and you know so yeah. what, what... I'll game cartoons and some animes actually yeah like I grew up off you know what I'm saying I really liked some funny shit like you know like regular shit like Dexter's Laboratory and then Eddie was like one of my favorite shit um, Curse the Cowley Dog, because that was honestly Curse the Cowley Dog. It's like, you know, Eddie. It's like, 
Yeah, those are the ones too. They were the ones. <laughs> it's like Curse the Cowardly Dog. Like, you ever notice you just look up at the sky while they're like, all this shit is happening. The sky is like changing colors and like all this shit is just like, it's like, where are they? They're in the Matrix. I don't know. It's like fucking artistry though. Um, I really, uh, I really like Totally Spies. Shouts out Canada uh, mm. for that. Mm, I, I know Totally Spies, the three chicks, right? That's uh, yeah. vaguely a little bit. I fucked with that show. It was on oh, Cubo. Man, that was it, was, it was on Cubo, you know, right? Um, Cubo. What? Yeah, God. Yeah. I'm trying to think what else. Um, man, fucking Shrek was lit. <laughs> Shrek was lit. I had a Shrek CD. I had a Shrek on a CD. Oh, shit. I kept, I kept it for years, even when it was broken. I kept it. The Smash Mouth lead single what was it? I can't get enough of you. Yep. Yeah, that shit was. That shit. Hey, you. Hey, nobody can hate on Smash Mouth. They went like quadruple, quadruple, quadruple platinum, bro. Yeah, like, they really did. They really <laughs> got a mad. They're still probably getting a crazy bag off that even to this day. Like, yeah. Twenty twenty. That shit came out like what? One oh two. Yeah. So that's like we're going twenty years. Smash Mouth is still gunning. Um. I really like, uh, my, yeah, I really like Bleach. That's one of my favorite mm, anime. Bleach, okay. Tenchi Muyo. Tenchi. You know, the, the Tenchi Muyo universe, too. I, I watched the entire shit. I even watched, uh, like, because, you know, they got, like, different, like, series and right. spinoffs and shit. Like, Tenchi Goes to Tokyo and Tenchi, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, all this shit. And, uh, of course, Naruto. Of course, Inuyasha. Rerunning Kenshin, Yu Yu Hakusho. Mm. Uh, mm. Oh yeah, I got I can't forget this cartoon, uh, Spider Man. Spider Man. Oh wait, so okay, which which edition? Because there's so many yeah, editions. Yeah, I was about to say that too. The eighties uh, one. The eighties. Eighties. Okay. So Spider-Man. with the one where they do the meme, you know, the meme of the Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one specifically. Yeah. Yeah. That one's just fucking for the, the Amazing Spider-Man. I think. The Amazing Spider-Man. Okay. Or is either that or the Amazing Adventures? I forgot. That's um, a good one because I I love the lag on it. There's like a little bit of a lag and it makes everything just hella funny. Like. <laughs> oh yeah. Also, every cartoon in Adult Swim history. Okay. Right. Right. Um. Yeah. No. That there's a lot there. Uh, I'm trying to think of Archer was on there, right? Archer. Uh, family Guy. Our shit was on FX. But I thought it started on Adult Swim. Did it? St- no, maybe. Okay, maybe it was FX. Mike, uh, Mike Tyson Mysteries. Oh, The Loiter Squad. Uh, Futurama. Family Guy. Uh, yeah, all that shit. Aqua special. Teen, Hunger Force. Yeah. That was like, yeah, that shit's busting because uh, Dan Schneider. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Okay. Is he the one who did the the voice of Carl or whatever, or did he? I think he did. I'm pretty sure he did. Uh, Shake. Okay, Shake is my favorite too. That <laughs> Shake is my favorite too. I love him. He's just. Oh my goodness. That so so I mean you, you yeah I the reason why I asked you that question is because I like I said when I listen to it I'm getting like just in, all types of 
of of of anime vibes, all types of cartoonish vibes. It's just it's fucking lit. So, um, so I guess the next question, you know, um, how do you have a musical background? Like, do do your folks play music, or your aunts and uncles and cousins, brothers, sisters, all play music yeah, and stuff? I have a very musical background. I'm a from the south from Arkansas so like we're you know I grew up Southern Baptist mm. in the church and I was in the choir a lot and my aunt played the keyboard uh, my grandmother played the piano you know what I'm saying my mom played the piano uh, my great grandfather played music yeah it's, it's, it's very it's very uh, it's a very deep rooted thing in my family um, I uh, I'm trying to think. I uh, started taking. Uh, I would go to the boys and girls club studio, and I would uh, learn how to play guitar and drums. I would just like you know jam at the uh, boys and girls club studio instructor when I was about like eleven or twelve. The studio instructor, you know, would go teach, uh, take me through these lessons. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, I would play the drums, the guitar, the bass guitar specifically. Mm. Uh, I um, started producing on Reason. I, I used also Ableton and FL and Logic. You know what I'm saying? I used to use a lot of shit. Damn. Um, I started on Reason in the uh, in that Boys and Girls Club studio and I would make drum loops and just like it would just be nothing <laughs> it would be nothing but a drum loop on Reason right and I would go on I would go on my computer back in like 2011 and, and, and I would go over, like 2011 2012 I would like fucking produce music on like little software that, but the software is not on the computer but it's, it's on the computer but it's like online it's like a website music like Oh, what's what's uh, I used to uh, do that shit. What new grounds? New breaking grounds? What's oh, not, not, I forgot what it was called. It was like way back in the day though, back in 2011. New grounds. New grounds was one of them. New grounds. That was one of those online you could produce and you could also make games on it. They had games and oh. shit. It was fucking lit. So yeah, exactly. I remember that shit. I remember that shit. That's fucking lit, bro. That's fucking exactly. Yeah. So that and reason, and uh, you know, what I'm saying like, I I really got a love for that. Even though like, cause I still got, I still kept a lot of my early beats. Like I still have those. You know what I'm saying? The original still, files. Yeah, like original files. I'm talking like, yo, hold on, let me let me see. Like, I'm talking like 2014, 2013 shit. You know? Right. So so like okay. Um, if I could name any song, will you just be like, "Oh yeah, that song. I made that. I remember this." Blah blah blah. Or are you just made so many songs at this point? You're just like, huh? Sometimes I can remember. Sometimes I can't. It depends on what song. Because I be, I may feel stronger about specific songs than other songs. So so okay, one song that was. Like, so 1989. I remember when I made so 1989 for good reason because that song fucking blew up. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Um, so what about, um, Dropout? Do you remember that? 
Eternal, Eternal. You're talking about wait, Dropout's on Eternal. Uh, Ethereal Lover Two. Yeah. No, wait. I think that's on uh, Trouble in My Blood. Maybe. Let me. I'm I'm pulling up Spotify right now, actually, because I gotta. I'm I'm because went through and went through your catalog and kind of was trying to like okay boom boom i knew i already knew some of those songs but then i just had to like go through and every before i like uh i just and so whenever i go through like i always just like make sure i'm like up to date on what's good as far as like what they're producing you know what i mean and have some some you know what i mean some real insight listen to the person like and then like share music and stuff obviously too um so dropout was one uh same with the. Oh yeah, um, it's, not, it's not on trouble in my blood. You're right. It's on. Uh, I just looked. Okay, so. Oh yeah, it's not. It's track seven on Ethereal Lover uh, two. Okay. Get dropped out. That that that's a good cut. That that same song, that same album. Uh, downloading. That same album actually fucking fire ass track you know sometimes i just like it's like it's like one of those things where you know the first beat on the album might just be like totally trippy like okay like some fly low type of trippy shit and then the next couple beats it's like damn i could kind of flow over this so i might put it on with my homeboys we start flowing and shit just having a good time or whatever the folklore and shit and then you know the next couple songs it's like Damn, like okay, lo-fi, like I that's why I love the mix. So, so I mean, <clears throat> good and bad. It, like when you perform live, do they ever try to like pigeonhole you into being like, oh no, we thought you're gonna play future bass, or no, we thought you're gonna play more trap, or we thought you're gonna play more X, Y, and Z. When I play live, a lot of times I bunch myself and promote myself, and um. Honestly, I um, I never really got pigeonholed. I kind of just was always kind of somewhat in a position to be able. Like sometimes I had to play just rap music, you know what I'm saying? Right. Sometimes, but uh, usually I wasn't really pigeonholed. Or just like. I mean, but that that make that's like good too, because you can like if you don't feel pigeonholed, then you could play whatever you fucking want, whenever you fucking want. Yeah, and, and I can I can I can really uh, I can really dig into my creative juices because I'm reading the crowd, like you know what I'm saying. I'm going off of them, and right. I just like see what they're fucking with. Right. Like I'm gonna run some future bass, what they like out of that. If you wanna run some Michael Trap, electronic trap, you know what I'm saying, what they like out of that. Like, Bounce around on my sets live. I'm doing like a whole spectrum because I'll fuck around, play some electronic music live, and then towards the end of the set, I'll play like my R&B like trap fusion songs. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I'm really just I'm I'm cooling and I'm just really just digging the vibe and I'm creating. Hmm. And man, I I dig that too because I always said if I was gonna be like if I like ever get a be a DJ or whatever. Um, like I'm always gonna play a song that I don't give a fuck what the dance floor thinks. I'm just gonna play it. Like it might just be like a deep R and B cut or some shit. It might be some Teddy Pandergrass. It might just have to be, 
anything. It's like, I don't care if anybody's feeling this. I'm playing this right now. And then, and then, you know, you go back into what, I don't know. I just always had that kind of like vibe where it's like, not to say that people don't want to listen to it, but just like, oh, you know, Midnight Star, like, whoa, what was this? Who played this? Oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but, no, but nothing to clear the dance floor. Like, so growing up in Seattle, did, no, like, okay, I, you know, Nirvana is a big band up here, right? Everybody Nirvana, right? Yeah, of course. And, like, okay, I love Nirvana. Don't get me wrong. But, like, if I'm at a party... There's sometimes there be too many white people there, and Nirvana will get played. I'm like, this this shouldn't be played at a party. No offense, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like they'll play like a they'll play like a deep ass cut, and it's just like no disrespect to the late great Kurt Cobain, but damn, bro, like I'm trying to turn up. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> But yeah, so no, I mean that's dope. I feel like that's 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 fucking dope right there. Um, yeah, man. So yeah, so um, just a couple more questions for you. So <clears throat> since you're so like uh, well versed in the music, you know, uh, would that would you say that that uh, maybe transcends into food at all? I said like since you're so. Um, you've got transcending different styles of music. Does that kind of translate over to food as well? Are you like really open-minded when it comes to like eating different types of food? Not really. Okay. Really Interesting. Okay. Picky eater. Okay. So this is the kitchen couch podcast. And, um, uh, oh, yeah, I see. No, I see. I already know. What's up. Right. Right. I like, uh, I like very specific foods. So what, like what, like, are you, are you like, I'm a nigga. I'm just straight finna eat like chick fried chick or like chicken tenders. I can't lie. I like chicken a lot. I like fried chicken a lot. But like I tenders, like, the I tenders. Like I like fried rice and like like honestly like spinach pizza. Spinach shit. pizza. Shit is like specific. So wait, yeah, different. <laughs> California Pizza Kitchen or like what like. I don't know. You don't have Kroger or Safeway or QFC. No, we do have Kroger. I used to work at the Kroger. So Kroger brand, like, you know, uh, a spinach I used, pizza? Uh, I like that. You know what I'm saying? I, I, like, I'll order, like, spinach pizza. You feel me? Like, mm. Yeah, I'm the foodie who ain't bougie, man. So I'm kind of like the psychedelic chef and shit. So I just be like, <laughs> and making crazy dishes. I've been in the culinary industry for fucking so long. Honestly, I hate it, but I love cooking food. It's fucking awesome. But it's a passion. You, you nurture that shit and you do it well. Because I, I see your page and like, you know what I'm saying? Right. And that and it's funny because that's like a quarter. Like, I have so many. You know how you have like, I'm sure you have a million songs that you haven't dropped. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like I have a. So, you know, you have, like, a content, you know, you have so much content that you just want to drop it. You're like, ah, I don't want to give you that. Like, this is mine, you know? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I want to harbor this. It's precious. Right. <laughs> you dig? Right, right. I it, man. Right. I got songs that I just kind of let sit for years. Like, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Mm. You know, I was working on Allegory, that most recent album I just released. I was working on that for 
I was working on that for like most of 2019. But the thing is, that Stop Being Scared, like the hardest track on that shit, like the most hard hitting track on that, that song is like three years old. I repurposed it. You know what I'm saying? Really? Yeah. Wow. Is it what? So so what went into that thought process? Was it just that that's the vibe? This is the vibe right now? Like. I'm trying to think of because yeah. I like so it. I changed, uh, that I changed album the sick. original beat of "Stop Being Scared." I changed. I, I went in in the very last time, in the very last like weeks, I was finalizing the album. I went in and I, I changed how "Stop Being Scared" sounded from what it originally sounded like. I made it more like made it more ominous. I made it more. I gave it more like a little bit more depth. You know, I changed it because it's like you know, it's three years old. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go and alter it a little bit because times change and, and my taste change with time you feel me and right so i'll go in and change the track and i place that in and it'll be like a new old track you know you know it's funny so you said you said the what was the biggest song stop being scared that's funny because you know what showed up on my uh discover weekly was uh uh, through the darkness and uh, deep end. Yeah, that's the simplest track on the album. Yeah. Also, that album has like a scatter of genres. If you notice, it's like not. It's like it's all different genres. The next one's definitely gonna have drum and bass. Um, definitely gonna go off. And the mastering in the album that is like I mean, all your tracks are really ma- well mastered, but that album there's just a certain type of like compression aspect that I don't I don't know like I'm not like I know a little bit about music but you know I don't know if it's compression per se but like there's something about that that deep deep every track like the deepness of it the depth of it like as far as like range or whatever it's just there's something about that that's kind of goes like probably totally un- underrated dynamic dynamic okay you're talking about the dynamic yeah I focus it on a lot because that's where I get my sh- that's where I might get my little, you know, bits and pieces in, you know what I'm saying? It's like I've been engineering for years since I was a real young kid, you know, so I, I engineer all my albums myself. And so I'll, I'll, it'll, it'll take me a little minute, it'll take me like now I'm probably taking like half a year. Right. You know, allegory to me a little bit over half a year. And um I'm going in and I'm I want this to have a deep, very grounding kind of like a very homely like people like feel like yeah this is this can play in my home and, and this is lit and I like this setting and my friends can come over and you know what I'm saying we can chill smoke a blood drink I don't know motherfuckers do everything you know? right and, um, I love it <laughs> hmm hmm that's dope so okay so uh, last question I'm gonna ask you cause since uh, everybody knows I'm the Black Hunter S. Thompson, you feel me? Like, I'm all about gonzo journalism, and I'm all about fr- fear and loathing and shit. You feel me? Getting yes. trippy as fuck and just, like, being in the pre- like Like, contacting somebody directly and then being like, hey, what's good? That's how he believed in that style of journalism, too. But uh, I fucking... Um, oh, what was it? So you said that you, you took some psychedelics and played at a festival. Like eighth place is the homie, and he 
had me brought me on for this festival because they played during his set with him. And uh, we did acid for the first. I did acid the first time the night before the set. I had the set the morning of. And um, it's fucking raining, right? And it's like in the woods because that's where festivals be happening. At. Right. It's dark. I'm like, yo, like. I'm fucking just tripping balls, dog. Just like finding myself, just like listening to the bass music in the distance, and just I was I was walking around. And I walked into the tent. I talked to my homie's uh, dad for a little second. Dude was just dancing hard as fuck though, because he was on shit too. Um, but I was really I'm not a dance person. I was dancing almost like that. Was like me chilling. Um, so I'm just walking around, chilling, just looking around, and uh. And the thing is, is that the tent is wet. <laughs> the tent is wet. So I'm just like chilling. It's like the rock took the ass at like 11 in the morning, 11 at night. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, was, I was really just, and then I was drenched. I got it. I was fucking tired, drenched. And then my homie, his dad, uh, he was in the truck. You know, you try to get in the truck, you don't know you like, you know what I'm saying? I did. I got in the truck, chilled out, slept in the truck until like time for my set. Went, got my shit, performed the set. I got a stupid afterglow. <laughs> I got a crazy afterglow. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, if it's not raining no more, as the sun's out, I'm just like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> right. Right. You're like the wrong day to take it. It was a cool experience, even though it was like, damn, you know. But like, it was like, it felt like a like. I don't mean to sound like no, nah, I felt like that really like I was understanding myself because that's what LSD, that's what psychedelics is about is really inter- being introspective, looking to yourself, thinking about your energy, looking to your energy, like what's the shit that emulate, you know, animates you. Right. Right. Um, and seeing that face to face and be like, damn, it's just like, okay, this is what LSD is. Because I'm a kid, I'm a jit, I'm 19. <laughs> oh, wow. When I, did that shit, when I did that shit, so I was just like, okay, yo, I wanna. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Cool. No, nah, I just, man, it just reminds me of the time, man. Like, um,. I don't know if the listeners know about this time uh, I was in New York, and um, I mean I planned to do it, but um, the last day I uh, when I was there because I only went over there just because I needed to just be out of Seattle and I I had people in there and like I didn't even know it's just it was it just lined up perfect, so I went over there and uh, <clears throat> boom you feel me on the last day, and. Bro, like, I end up going and getting a foot rub at, like, 10.30, like, from this, like, massage parlor. <laughs> then, like, I get a slice of pizza. I'm just wandering around, like, different neighborhoods, bro. Just, like, like, tripping, bro. And, like, like went into, like, five different clubs. Just just to say, I mean, all of them with no charge. like, what's popping? Exactly. <laughs> and, it, like. I got a homie that does that. That. You got to be careful, but I, I was in the Lower East Side, so it was, like, not too bad. Chinatown, Canal Street, it wasn't too, like... And plus, you know, if you're from the city, you know, you kind of know how to keep your head on swivel even when you're tripping. You're just kind of like, 
I'm good. <laughs> it's like being drunk, you know? It's like, whatever. Uh, yeah. But, uh, so on the last, like, so uh, I had to take my stuff and walk to the the train station. Like, so I only could, like, I, like, basically, I didn't even get a chance to sleep. I, like, took it on the last day and then just, like, went on the plane, like, slept on the plane, like, <laughs> like a boss, bro. And fucking, uh... <laughs> It was, I went past the 9-11, uh, the World Trade, Ma- yeah, it was four in the morning, nobody's there, I'm by myself, tripping fucking balls, walking to fucking the world, because the, at the World Trade Center, you can catch the uh, train to New Jersey, where I was flying out of, so it was just like, walking to, like, literally World Trade Center Boulevard. It was just, like, fucking trippy, bro. And I saw the monument and everything. It was fucking crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. I thought you were just like, oh. <sighs> like, I'm yet to do... I haven't done acid in a little minute. I've been chilling on it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, the most I've been just chilling on psychedelics. You know what I'm saying? Because, honestly, even my first experience was just so, just, like... Just so, like, turned up. I was just like... Even though I felt like after I felt like after my first experience and go like just walking around like that, I was just like, yo, I felt like a prophet. <laughs> well, I mean, but then, but then, like, it's it's a really about ego death. That's really what it's about. And it's like when you when you take something and you realize that there's more than five senses and like there's things that are bigger than you that you can't explain. That you just know, yeah. It it humbles your ass to like the, and it makes you like love and experience like, wow, this is one life. You got to live this up to the fullest. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I got from my first experience. Like going through that, I was just like, yo, I was just like, I was hella just, man, my initiative just like, kind of changed. I was just like, yo, I really got to get this music out. After I think I did that, after I did that trip. My music started changing, kind of, I feel like, too, you know? Hmm. Because it's kind of like, you know, it's all about perspective. Like, it's like, that's really what, you know, second artist is really showing you, it's perspective. Right. Um, I dig it, though, man. Um, Everything in moderation. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. That's what I'm talking about. That's that. You have responsibility over here, man. You gotta fucking put the craft out first and let everything come second because that's where your soul's at, man. That's where you're fucking exactly. gonna live, you know, so. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, I appreciate you stopping by and, and tapping in with me, man. We're gonna do this again, man. Remember, Nathan Nice, when you get big, bro, I gotta have the first interview when, you know, I got the first interview. I don't know. I gotta get the next interview. You know what I'm saying? I, I got you. So, man, make sh- fuck with me, bro. Off top. Thanks for being on the kitchen couch, bro. I appreciate you, brother. And I'm going to let you know when I drop this. Most definitely. All right. Take care, my man. Peace. Mm. Hey, man. That was fucking Uniwa. You feel me? This shit was lit. You feel me? It ain't nothing like Nothing nice. Nothing nice. I'm nothing nice. Oh, it's nice. 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 Nice.